It's the end of 2022. Another year has passed. And that's what we're going to talk about today. What a year. We're going to recap 2022. And what better way to recap the year than to bring friends with you? So today on Pervy's Point, we're going to recap the year. And I'm doing it with one of my best friends in the world, Dr. Jeff Hubbard. So keep it locked. Listen to it while you're driving, while you're working out, while you're chilling at the house, while you're cooking, however you're listening. Let's go. Okay, it's Pervy's Point. It's the last one of the year. Let's go. What's up, everybody? It's another episode of Pervy's Point. It's the last one of 2022. And I don't know about you, but it's been a great year. It's been a great year. And I think the way you, like, really cap off a year is by, you know, talking about good stuff. Talking about good stuff. And and so to talk about the good stuff in this year, I, I brought one of my best friends in the world. He's... He's been on the podcast before. I think this year you were on the Dad Life episode. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was deep. Yeah, it was a good one. And so um, today we're, we're on the what a year. Like I, to, to recap the year, it's not just somebody to talk to, uh, but it's somebody who knows you. So, you know, so because we, we, we've we we've shared some things this year. Oh, big facts. You know, so uh, so what we're going to do in, in this conversation We'll talk about some things that that we've experienced throughout the year, which should cause you to think about some things you've done in the year, but also going to encourage you as well to um, embrace the good that happened in 22 and anticipate the good that will happen in 2023 and um, encourage you to do better, encourage you to do more. Uh, so we're going we to have a little fun. We're we going to laugh. We're going to talk. We're going to impart. Uh, we're going to have a good time because this is the last podcast of 2022 for Pervy's Point, and I'm super excited about where it's going, man. This year, I committed to doing a podcast every week, no matter what, for my little brother's um, birthday, March 24th, up until his birthday, uh, the celebration of what his birthday will be in 2023. Mm. And every week, we stay true to it. That's what's up. So, I'm like, I just want to start off saying how excited I am about that. Like, it's one of those things to where in life, you know how when you commit to something, and you become consistent with it. It's like, it's the uh, it's the joy that comes from the the consistency. You know what I mean? Like like I think a lot of people. One of the greatest things in life is to experience the joy of something you do consistently. And like you say, okay, I'm going to do this thing. I set out to do this thing, and, I, and I'm actually doing it. Like that's a great feeling. Indeed. Yeah, it's a great feeling. Indeed. I didn't know little bro was an Aries man. I don't know if yeah. you're an astrology guy. I'm 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 not. All I know is I'm an Sagittarius, that's, that's all. and I don't even know a lot about what that means. You know what I mean? So, so well, I, I mean, people tell me I'm a true one. <laughs> people, that's, that's what people say. Yeah. So personally, I've been on this journey where I keep bumping into Aries, male, female, business, personal, and it's just like. What is the universe trying to tell me? So what 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 month is that? What was Aries? So it's the end of March and the first half of April is Aries. Okay. Yeah. So from the twenty first, twenty second of March to the twenty first, twenty second of April. Okay. Yeah. I'm a. I guess I know Sagittarius is. 21st of November mm-hmm. to like December 21st, December 22nd. Mm-hmm. And so me and Amir are Sagittarius. Are, are connected. Yes, you are. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. You know, so, um, but yeah, man, so I just committed to doing that and um, it's just been a great feeling. Ah, for sure. Great feeling. For sure. You know, man, I've been um, doing my YouTube series. January 6th will be this the anniversary of starting the third year. Oh, Wow. So, you know, we had talked months and months ago about what the metrics say about podcasts and YouTube and, you know, various different series is that, you know, if you can maintain 30 minutes for a year, then you have a captive audience and you can then extend the time in which you share with people and create space. And so it's been, it's been cool, man. 2022 has been a year. 
for sure. So what does that look like in your in your field of, of work and what you do? Like, what does that captive audience, what, what does that look like in 2022? Well, uh, I, I think the biggest thing, man, has just been that consistency that you talked about. So when I go back and look at my YouTube statistics, you know, the average video, man, has 100 to 200 views. And that's not huge, but that is definitely an accomplishment for me. Right, right. Yeah, and that, you know, I'm not, like, going around promoting this and, like, putting a whole lot of marketing dollars and things behind it. This is, like, organic traffic mm-hmm. from, you know, organizations that I'm uh, associated with. They're, those people are like, wow, I really am interested in what Dr. Jeff has to say. Yeah. So I'm going to take 45 minutes to an hour once a week to sit down yeah. and listen to what he's got to say because I feel like it's valuable. So, so that, what does that look like in 23? Man, great question. So um actually going to do an anniversary celebration on January 6th and just going to expand the platform, you know, going to include consultation, going to include, uh, you know, subscription services and, you know, various different aspects of, things that I think would be valuable for those viewers and trying to capture more of their attention, time, and energy. Um, so want to, you know, continue to have them review old videos because we've got a pretty significant archive now. And then also get their, you know, attention as we continue to have weekly, you know, yeah. uh, sessions. So I, I like very similar to what you're doing. I like the way you bring in, you know, light to January 6th. <laughs> I, like, I like the way you're changing the, the atmosphere with that date. You know, and it's so interesting because you know I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because really the anniversary was 2021, January 6th, mm. which was when I started. Yeah. So, like, it's a completely different animal. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, that's interesting. It's when them idiots, you know, stormed the Capitol. Yeah, I mean, they did a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And they yeah. just now trying to see justice for a lot of them. Man. A lot of them have got off scot-free. But, you know, what's interesting is that the peace officer, the law enforcement officer who took someone's life based upon them invading the White House, mm-hmm. he's facing a lot of backlash. Mm. And it's interesting because he's melanated. Mm. And the person that he unfortunately had to shoot is not melanated. Mm-hmm. So he black, they white. Correct. Yeah. And it's interesting because typically it's reversed. Right. Where we're calling for justice. Right. And wanting the law enforcement peace officer to be prosecuted yeah. for taking the life of somebody. And the the conversation around that is completely different. Yeah. It's almost like, well, this woman <laughs> is yeah. innocent. You know, she wasn't doing anything. She wasn't doing anything that called for her life to be taken. Yeah. And so she was, she was just rushing the Capitol. She was just That's exercising her, 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 her constitutional right. rights. Yeah, it's crazy. To protest. That's crazy. So, yeah, it's yeah. it's an interesting thing all around. Yeah, so uh, so I like I like the way you bring in a new spin to that. Well, that day, I, so we can actually focus on something. I ain't got nothing to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Because oh. when I went to the White House, bro, I didn't even listen. I felt uncomfortable even going up to the fence, let alone getting, right. getting on the other side of that thing. Right. I, I know what happens if I get on the other side of that thing. I'm, I'm finna go see Jesus. You hear me? You already know. Before, before you can get to the grass. Yeah, to, for real. Man, and speaking of, in 2022, I think we we... I don't know if we saw, because George Floyd was in 2020. Mm-hmm. Damn, it don't seem that long. Yeah, bro. 20. it was right in the middle of the pandemic. Mm. Um, This year, I want to say, a lot of pr- police brutality against young black men or African Americans, period, hasn't gotten a lot of media National attention. News. Yeah, it's been kind of quiet. I think that George Floyd... That case, that situation got so much attention that media outlets pretty much said we're not going to really focus on that anymore unless it's just another situation like that. So if you if you looked at it, from what I can remember, because, you know, a year is not a long time, but a lot happens in a short amount of time. Oh, for real. So on top of my head, I can't remember if anything of national news 
on the level of George Floyd really took place in 2022. If anything happened, it kind of just, it happened and it was got, gone. Got swept under the rug. Yeah, yeah, but um, it, it's, so I can't say that there's not as many things that have happened. I think that a lot of things that have happened, you, we just don't hear about it. I would agree with that, man. And, you know, um, I don't know if you knew the brother Robert Tolan very well. Yeah, Robbie. Yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, this was a, a young brother who um, had a, a altercation with police officers in Bel Air, Texas, um, decades ago. We we were still um, young people at the time. I mean, not quite high school. It was just right out of high school, and he was lucky enough to survive a police shooting. But to me. That conversation will never be had, never be talked about. You know, he had to write a book. He had to get a civil suit and all of that sort of stuff to be able to really bring media attention to that. And I just feel like around the country, there's countless situations where these yeah. kind of things happen and you, you wouldn't know about it unless you knew the person. Yeah. Like, like, like for instance, I, I just pulled up something, bro. On December 25th, 2022, According to my recollection, as last week, correct? Mm-hmm. Christmas of this year, a cop in the Aja police station uh, shot a 41-year-old pregnant lawyer, Bilano Rahim, under the bridge in the presence of her husband. Rahim, her sister, and four children were said to be coming from an eatery in their car around 11 a.m. when the cop tried to stop them. Reports noted that her husband was trying to make a U-turn under the bridge when the trigger-happy cop shot at the vehicle. The bullet hit her. She was confirmed dead at the hospital. She was rushed to. The killer cop is an assistant superintendent of the police identified as John B. Vandy, whatever his name is. That's crazy, man. Because that, that wasn't even on local news. Right. Didn't hear anything about that. And, you know, the I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on the sister's name, but the, the sister in Fort Worth that in, I believe it was 2019 – where there was a shooting involved where the Fort Worth Police Department uh, responded to a call about an, an open door and, uh, you know, the altercation ensued where this this young woman was shot and, and her life was taken. And it, it's, it's, it's similarly reminiscent of Breonna Taylor, um, the sister who got killed in Memphis, or was it Memphis or Nashville? Who was that? Breonna Taylor. Breonna Taylor. I forget what city that was. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, my mind is thinking of Tiana Jefferson here in Fort Worth. That's so. That's what I'm talking about. It's Tiana yeah. Jefferson. Uh-huh. So, I mean, you know, it's it's it it never really goes away, right? It, right. There's there's. I agree with you that, you know, the conversation around George Floyd was a very polarizing discussion and that it really kind of took over the media because we were all in the house. Yeah. It was in the middle of the pandemic. There was no way to really avoid it because right. it was all over social media, it was all over regular media. It was the the talk of the town for eight months. Right. And then to have those individuals involved in the, the, the death of George Floyd to be prosecuted was an even more sort of polarizing situation because that really hadn't happened up until that time. There, right. there, many of the law enforcement officers involved in these killings, they don't, they don't face justice. Right. It's interesting. Yeah, and so I'm. Uh, I was looking at something. Um, stories like the young man Raymond um, Chalusiant. He's 18 years old in New York. Um, was murdered by off-duty New York. Corrections officer, um, in corrections ju- in, in, officer in July, he was uh, playing with a water gun, Play, uh, playing with a water gun, and um, shot him in the face. Come on, bro! Around like, one or one thirty-five a.m. A super soaker doesn't look like yeah. a weapon. And, and after shooting the eighteen-year-old in the face, he clocked into work without reporting the crime to anyone. <laughs> yep. So I mean, he was arrested at work and charged with murder, manslaughter, and criminal possession. Uh, but while he hasn't been fired, um, they did suspend him without pay. But situations like that that happen, but we don't we don't hear about it. You know so I mean? so you're gonna find this interesting. So uh, there was a, a Netflix 
documentary that was recently done. I guess it's like a mini series because it's it's separated into different episodes. Mm-hmm. But basically, this individual was calling fast food restaurants, primarily McDonald's, and was talking to the manager and saying that one of the employees had stolen somebody's credit card or money or whatever the case may be, and that they needed to be held in the back office until such time as the police could report. So here's where it gets interesting. So the person on the phone is directing the manager how to handle this employee, basically requiring them to be strip searched and to have on occasion cavity searches and so on and so forth. So it was all a hoax. It is a guy on the payphone using a prepaid card to call the restaurant and he gets his jollies by coercing the manager to have this employee get naked in the back office. It's on Netflix? It's on Netflix. I think I saw the other day. It's called, like, it's phone. phone. It's something, don't pick up the phone. phone. Yeah, something like like that, that. yeah. I didn't know it was based off that. And so this person nationwide, like hundreds of phone calls nationwide, one guy, corrections officer. Wow. And they these these guys got fed up realizing how much he was doing. They finally tracked him down to find out where these phone cards, calling cards were being bought, and they had him on surveillance camera. And then they realized that he was in a particular demographic area, and they finally tracked him down to one of the prisons and went into the prison and arrested him. So he got arrested in a place he's going to be spending a lot of his time in. But crazy part, he got off because they couldn't pin him. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. It is crazy. I got to watch that. <laughs> got to watch that. It is crazy. So also in 2022, man, so that's, you know, police, the police brutality, social, um, racial injustice, all of that. But also, you know, every year we lose people in our personal families, but we also lose um, people in the celebrity world. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the year, you do a recollection of who passed in that year, and you're always wild by it, right? And so I'm just going through the list that this year – uh, this list has 106 people. Of course, I won't go through all 106, but some of the names just recently you had um, today, as we're speaking, Barbara Walters, uh, wow. famed um, journalist, yeah. 93 years old, um, passed oh, away. Oh, wow. She was 93? 93. I had no idea Barbara Walters was yeah, 93. 93. And then wow. what? just yesterday, um, Pele, yeah. the famed yeah. soccer player, passed yeah. away. Age eighty two, and I'm and I'm not trying to be funny when I say this, but eighty two and ninety three, you you lived, you lived, you did, yeah, you, you did, you, you, and you and lived. like it's interesting that like right after the World Cup, right, which is only every four years, right, you decide to transition and go see Jesus, yeah, <laughs> it's pretty cool, yeah, gonna play soccer in heaven, yeah. Right, so you got uh, Kirsty Alley, what passed away this year? She was seven. Christy, Christy Alley died. Uh-huh. Yeah, she was seventy one. I know she was that old. She was 71. Wow. I played on Cheers. And then you had um, R.I.P. to Twitch. Yeah, suicide. that was interesting, man. Yeah, that, that, that was that was a that really... Was, that was gut-wrenching, bro. Somber, man. I yeah. mean, it's like you would think the way that he presented himself to the public, he was yeah. very happy. Yep. You never really know what's going on on the inside. Yep. Yeah, the queen. Of course, the queen. She was 94. Mm. Uh, take off. Oh. I reserve my opinions about the queen. Yeah, I, I just said, I just said the queen. <laughs> yeah, takeoff. That was take a tough off. situation, yeah. man. That was at the crib, man. Yeah, that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bob Saget, sixty-five. Angela Lansbury from uh, Murder She Wrote. She was ninety-six. Sydney Poitier. Man, so many memories. Yeah, man. Sydney's Nin- just ninety-four. Tough, man. Oh, it's just tough, man. He's he was, such an icon. Yeah, he was ninety-four. We had a, uh, who else? Let me see. Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta died? Mm-hmm, 67. What? Yeah, 67 years old. Man, rest in peace to the good fellas, man. Mm-hmm. My, uh, one of my one of the funniest gay men I followed on Instagram, Leslie Jordan. Yeah, I know Leslie Jordan. Leslie Jordan, the actor. Oh. He uh, died in a car accident. Was driving in L.A. 
in October. He was 67. Um, Ann Hetch. Yeah, I recognize that name. Yeah, That's she a uh, actress. She died in yeah. car crash too. What? Yep. Man, that flew under the radar. Mm-hmm. I like her. She's a dope actress. Coolio passed away this year. Yeah, that was crazy. So back in September. Who else? Um, uh, famed football coach Dan Reeves. Dan Reeves, legendary. Uh huh. Dan Reeves. Dan Is who? Christopher Reeves still living? I think Christopher he been gone for a minute. Yeah. Okay. That was tough. Wow. Let me see. Uh, a lot of people, you know, you know. Keep going through this list. A lot, lot, lot of people. A lot of people. Um, this, this thing, 106. Yeah, and that's just celebrities, man. I mean, yeah. think about all of the personal relationships that have been lost. Yep. And I mean, sh- um, I mean, m- much love to everybody who's listening. If you lost a loved one this year. Um, re- like any loss, whenever, however, is always hard. Always hard. Yeah, very. Like, like always. Um, and you never forget the ones you lose. It gets easier. Uh, it it gets more manageable. Sometimes it never really gets easier. Mm-hmm. Like it, like um, and out of out of my close friends in my life. I think it's two of you that have lost your moms. Mm-hmm. And this year, I've had uh, two of my closest friends both lose their dads. Oh. So G lost his dad. Mm-hmm. My boy Nick lost his dad yeah. within the same week. Nick and Gary's dad died in the same week. Yeah. So, um, so, so, like life is just fleeting, right? And you gotta, you, you, you can't take any moment for granted. Like you got to enjoy people while you got them. Big fact. You know what I mean? Like you, you just you just have to because I mean you don't know um, what could happen one moment to the next. So it's it's almost well not almost. It's like if you have if you before you end the year, I don't know when you listen to this podcast. If you listen to it after the beginning after January first, still do this. But before twenty twenty two ends, like if you have issues with anybody, mm-hmm. if you have any disdain or. Uh, disliking your heart against anybody, like don't take that into a new season. You know, whenever now, granted, according, there is no big seismic shift that happens from December thirty first to January first. It's literally just another day, but how we 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 package things into years, and in this year of twenty twenty two, there are some things that have happened with you and people that you love, people you were in friendships with, people you were in business with, and that has been weighing on your heart. I'm not saying you have to get back close with a person or a place, but before you go into a new season, like flush this out of your heart and out of your spirit. So you don't take these old things into a new year when you're have when your mind is focused on new things, new elevation, new, new tasks. Man, that's so deep, man. And I'm going to, I'm going to bring some science to that just to wrap it in a bow. So, the one thing that has yet to be fully appreciated in biomedical science is how a thought is processed, right? But what I what we do know is that thoughts literally create chemical products. Mm. And these chemical products find their way to the bloodstream and they circulate around, travel around your system. And they create your body, mm. right? Our body is constantly evolving, changing, reproducting, regenerating, whatever the case may be. And if your thoughts are ugly, angry, frustrated, resentful, uh, you know, regretful, that's what you're producing for your body to rebuild. Mm. And you got to let that go. You got to let, and, and I'm, you know, I'm preaching to myself right now because I I have frustration and anger with people that from years and years ago that mm. I still am not completely over. Mm. And you know, as you was just talking, I was like, man, I'm gonna send a text to somebody, being like, yeah, I forgive you. 
Sorry, ass. <laughs> <laughs> because here, here's the thing about forgiveness. Forgiveness is for you. Yeah, it's not for nobody it's not else. Because here, here's what you got to realize. Like, people will go on with their lives not even thinking about you're what you're holding even, on to. You're not even a factor like, in that at, life. at all. Yeah. And so <clears throat> while you're harboring whatever happened in your heart because of what happened between y'all, they're going on with their life. You need to go on with yours too. And for, forgiveness is not forgetting. Like, because there's some things you need to remember so you don't go back to it. There are some things you need to remember so you don't go down that road anymore. But forgiveness is a heart issue. Is that I'm no longer attaching my emotions and my feelings to, that to what situation. you did, right? Yeah, because yeah. I have to create space for God to do other things in my life, and God can't do nothing new in a space that's filled with still old harboring stuff. this yeah. bull. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so that's what I'm saying, man. If you're still processing the, all of these neurochemicals and stuff from your brain because you're still emotionally connected to a situation that you have no control over. Yeah. It's over. It's done. It's finished. This person has already wronged you. Yeah. It's done. You're the only one still dealing with the hurt and the pain and the associated emotions with that situation. Yeah. Until you let it go and you free yourself of that, you know, and that's literally what it is. It's freeing yourself. Yeah. Like speaking it into existence, decreeing and programming your subconscious to say, I'm no longer putting any energy into that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm letting it go. So whether it's a relationship, whether it's a business situation, whether it's a parental or a spousal, um, sibling rivalry, whatever it is, yeah. got to let it go, man. Got and you got to mean it. You know, not just let it go on the surface. Let it go deep down and continue to focus on letting it go. And how and how how you know you've let something or someone go is one, and this is this is not expert opinion. This is what I've learned over the years through my walk with the Lord and just my walk in life. You know that you have let something or someone go when you can celebrate something good happening in their life. Yeah. When something good happens for them and you don't feel bad about it, you can help them have success. You, you know what I'm saying? You know? Or like, or you're open to having a conversation, or you're open if you're in the same place with this person. You don't feel tension. You don't feel uptight. Mm-hmm. Like, like that. That's how. That's how you know. In this year, uh, there's a certain person. We could talk about it offline. You probably knew who I'm talking about. There's a certain person that I finally let go from my spirit, mm. and I finally saw this person earlier in the year. And we sat in the same place, and I ain't want to slap the mess out of him. Mm. It was the first time in a couple in of a years. In a while, that, a long time. I ain't want to really harm no energy. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> so, so it, 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 it was that. And, I mean, you know me. Like, like that's growth for me. Huge growth. Yeah, because, like, like, people don't really know I'm that stupid. Because back in the day, you'd have just smacked the Bruh, like, like, finished. And, like, done. <laughs> and that, this person better thank God for that. Cause like, but it's it's one of the things, man. And so, I like, and I really wish the best for them. Yeah. It be, and I've seen, what I've seen is letting that fully go from my heart, I've been able to receive so much more. Listen. Yo, so, I, like, I'm, I'm, in a, I'm in a great place. To, I, and, and here's the good thing. There are still things happening in my life that is causing me to adjust in some ways. Yeah, but I don't even flinch. Yeah, because like I, there, there's no room in my heart to hold on to 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 that. Yeah, to it's not there. Yeah, and and the reality is, bro, God finna take care of that. Yeah, that ain't even your fight. Yeah, yep. That karma is gonna come full circle. Yep. And if it is at all, you know. For those listening, if it's about revenge, if it's about get back, that ain't your fight. Yeah, God gonna take care of that. God, <sighs> God said vengeance is his. And, and and here, Mama said this, and it rings true. Mama would always say, and y'all, mamas and big mamas probably said the same thing. God can take better care of them, or God can get them back far better than you can. Way better. You can't even process right. what what God can do to that that situation. And, and here's something I've had to come to grips with I heard a preacher say it this year you gotta be okay with not knowing or see, ever seeing God get him back Damn. just know that it's gonna happen <laughs> like, like, like you, you gotta be okay with that like, like if, you, if, you, if you don't see or don't know like that, that, that's not up to you 
Like just know God gonna take care of just it. Just know. And you know, may and you know. may not ever see it, but just know God gonna take care of it. Knowing your spirit. And my mom yep. used to tell me all the time, success is the best revenge. Yeah. Cause they're gonna be looking like, oh, so Pervy got a whole situation going yeah. on. He got a podcast, he got a yeah. book, he got a traveling like he do like that in itself could beat them down yeah. because they thought what they, they thought, did they, they thought it killed you, bro. Ended you. They thought so. They thought like like they wrote Darius Daniel said it best. Darius Daniel said, um, you keep shining because they looking. They 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 looking they look at every post. They blind. They look at every picture. They looking. The shine is too much. And keep giving them something to look at. That's you. There you go. Keep giving them something to look at. If they gonna look, keep giving them something. They don't have to like it. They looking. And at the end of the day, you're not doing it so they can see it, but just know because they can see it. They seen that they could never stop it. Oh, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. Because what happening when you post yeah. is that all the people who get nourishment from your post, yeah. they eating. Yeah. All the people who hating, yeah. they getting fed too. Yeah. But it's yeah. on the other side of the yeah. coin. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh so th- this year, um, social racial injustice is still there. We still got a lot of work to do. We've uh, we've lost a lot of people, uh, but there's also um, personal growth that has happened this year too, yeah, and, and, and we, we we alluded to it, and that's a great way to segue into it. But personal growth has happened this year, and um, pick if you could pick three words off top of your head that could describe 2022, what three words would they be? Ooh. Three words, and and while we're part like y'all, like like this is in the moment. So like, imagine Jeff and I having this conversation with you as well. So while we are <laughs> thinking of these three words, you think of your three too, right? And and when you think of your three, uh, DM me, message me, text me, like send me your three. What what are three words that best describe your twenty twenty two? First one is maturation. Okay. I have really matured in many aspects of who I am as a person and as a man. Um, number two is development. I I have really been working on the smarter, not harder component of who I am and like being intentional about what I do and why I do it and how I do it. Mm-hmm. And then finally, it's just like, uh, how do I summarize this into one word? I'm going to say just like reverence, right? Mm-hmm. Just like, acknowledging the struggle, acknowledging the growth, like acknowledging myself Mm -hmm. and what it is that I've gone through and why, like, this is such a beautiful journey and Mm -hmm. of struggle, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that, like, um, sometimes I feel lonely. Sometimes I feel like I'm in solitude because, like, I don't have a whole lot of people to share Mm-hmm. these small micro victories with mm-hmm. you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying it it's like i want to have a big victory mm-hmm. but until i get to the big victory i have to continue to encourage myself along with these small baby steps mm-hmm. that get to the big victory mm-hmm. and so only my inner circle my inner circle you and various other people who we won't go into details mm-hmm. with you know, you have been a part of the small micro journey, the the micro steps that get me to the bigger vision. Yeah, that's, that's a great segue, great toss up over this way. I can piggyback on saying for me, celebrating small wins was major for me in 22 because I was we had that in common. Like it was all you celebrate the big things. You You, you grind, you hustle. And you only celebrate when you get to the big thing. Mm-hmm. But I've I've gained so much joy celebrating Duh. small stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like like having gatherings at the crib, mm-hmm. going out having fun, celebrating small stuff. Right? Um, you know, podcast been going three months. Let's just celebrate. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? Uh, we, we, we did something else small. Like, let, let, let's celebrate that. Uh, we, we, we started making a connection back this year. Let, let's celebrate that. Like, just things, right? And so I went back, and I was talking to a uh, best friend earlier about, like, what, what was my words for, uh, for the year. And um, I found them. So I uh, went back, and I looked. And I my two words, and I'll add a third one since I said what are what are the three. My two words were expectation and execution. Those are, those are my, those are my two words. I said expectation execution. My my uh, my quote to myself was I can't expect what I don't execute. Hmm. And uh, I I by re- reading this. Read, reading this, I, I'm 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 emotional because like I can say for one of the first times in my life, like I've held myself to what I actually set out to do. Like expectation, exec, execution, and I, I'll add my third word would be excellence. Yeah. Like this year, I really, I really executed what I set out to do, and I did small things. And although I'm no longer at the place where I was employed at the church I was working at, even the goals I set out for that, I accomplished before I resigned. There you go. So it was like when it happened, I wasn't even mad. What's the point? Like Because I, I completed what God had called me to do, and God just used a vehicle of a situation to, to, be. to exit me out, to usher me into where I'm going now. Yeah. And when I look at just what the Lord allowed me to do in my professional life, my personal life, and how I really executed, and I really, I really did it. It's the first time in my 39 years I can visibly say that I set out to do something. I actually did what I set out to do. Yeah, I I had major victories over the past, but they they they, they come. Um. But this year, I actually executed a plan. Yeah. Like I'm for what we're doing right now. I said I wanted to relaunch the podcast on my brother's birthday, and I was going to do an episode every week for the first year. Because what you said earlier about what stats say, you could do something for a year consistently, not worried about the audience, not worried about who's listening, not worried about who's looking. Just get some reps and consistently put it out there. Get some content. And eventually, whatever is supposed to come of it will. But can you be consistent in doing it? Like, I, I'm executing that plan. Yeah. And for the first few weeks, I can't lie and say it got discouraging because I wasn't getting the listens I thought I should get. Um, based off when we piloted the podcast during COVID, mm-hmm. we had hundreds of, of listeners more an episode, mm-hmm. right? And so I had to realize that was during COVID. Yeah. People weren't doing nothing. People was chilling, right? So now it's gonna take a little more work, a little more marketing, a little bit more uh, push. But but that's not the season yet. Right now, just getting the consistency, consistency, getting the reps down. Right. So once I got over that and got over that insecurity, just locking into the content. And I promise you, bro, every time I began to get down on myself, the Lord would send somebody who's encouraged by the podcast. To fortify you, man. Bruh. And I'm going to tell you what's really interesting about that. We live in an age now where it's all about information, right? We live in information age. So Google, Facebook, YouTube, so on and so forth, man. You're creating content, Pervy. 20 years from now, bro, your voice is going to be just as powerful as it was yesterday. Mm. And another thing that's really interesting to me is when you make a stance about a uh, something, about a, um, a, a scenario that's important to you, you give it more life. Mm-hmm. I know that when I fast for my mother, mm-hmm. it's easy for me to do it because it ain't about me. Mm-hmm. It's about my mom and the relationship we had and what she meant to me. 
I can conjure up the discipline to do amazing things when it's for her. Yeah. If you ask me to get up at five in the morning and do da 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 da, da I might yeah. not be able to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if yeah. I'm doing it for my mom, yeah, and what she sacrificed for me and the things we had together, it's like I'm invincible. Almost. Yes. So if you got to do that for Ryan, if you got to find yeah. your uh, power, your yeah. your 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 motivation yeah. through your remembrance of your brother, yeah, do it, yeah, harness that energy, yeah, because yeah. that's all it is. And to me, when you look back on this, bro, when we sixty years old, yeah, you can be like, man, forty was nothing because yeah. I did so and so and so and so, right? And to me. Bro, got this coming Tuesday will be ninety seven episodes of my YouTube series. Mm-hmm. It's mind boggling to me, yeah, because I don't even really think about it. I just do it, yeah. Every Tuesday night, I'm doing it. It's on yeah. my calendar. It's yeah. on my. It's on my notifications. It's on my alerts. Yeah, yeah I got alarm set. I don't have any excuses. Yeah, Tuesday night is my night to do my stuff. Yeah. And I just believe now, when you have an archive of information, it's so powerful, man. Yeah. You can leverage it and do what you want to do with it. So your podcast, bro, is so powerful, man. I'm going to tell you live on the discussion tonight, do not let who listens to it right now determine how motivated you are to produce the content. Mm. Because what you're saying to people right now is – exponentially more valuable than what they may be listening to in the moment. Mm. It's going to be somebody who ain't even born yet that'll listen to your podcast 15, 20 years from now and be like, wow, when you and Dr. Jeff got on, that was just the motivation I need to not harm myself, to not harm somebody else. To, to to get through school, to get through whatever. I'll tell you something really quickly. I talked to Dr. Al today, mm-hmm. and she was telling me that a lady that you referred to her is now graduating college and has uh, surpassed the desire to harm herself. Wow. And I'm like, Al, you're right. It ain't about the money. Yeah. It ain't about what she can pay you in a copay. Yeah. It's about the fact that you kept her here in this dimension yeah. because she got something to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, man, I just, just the fact that y'all had the relationship for you to be able to refer her yeah. and for her to trust you yeah. to then be able to trust an Al to be able to give her the foundation to be settled in her spirit. Yeah. Yeah, that's it just one person, bro. If you can do that for one person, yeah. Everything makes it okay. Yeah. Everything is good. And, and like I receive every word you just said in my heart. And I pray that somebody listening to this podcast heard that for you. Sure. Like what Dr. Jeff just spoke to me from his heart and my heart received his words. I hope that you listening, imagine him talking to you mm-hmm. and receive that for yourself as well. Like there is something or someone that has impacted your life in a way that if you're looking for a reason to do something, and I'm, and this is outside of, of course, we know your relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ is the most important thing in your life. I know that. I'm just saying, like, if you're looking for something or someone to push you and a reason, like Jeff dedicates what he does to his mom, me to my brother, like, find something that has been the most worst pain in your life and use that as fuel to push you to, to be a catalyst towards your purpose. Mm-hmm. And that fuel is what will push you when you get tired. That fuel is what will push you when ain't nobody listening or you feel like don't nobody care about what you're talking because you're not doing it for you and doing it for them. It's like, and I think I could speak on behalf of this. Like Jeff goes hard with medicine because like there's people who will benefit from it. And it's like, he gets a chance to do something in the earth that his mom won't get a chance to do. Yeah. I go hard because I get a chance to do things my brother never got a chance to do. Yeah. Right. And like, and I, I can't give up. Giving up ain't an option. Yeah. I, like, like what I always say, 
giving up may be an option, but it ain't my choice. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like, and so you the, feel like a failure. Yeah. Like, like, like the, the 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 fact that whatever you're set to do may be considered to be a failure if you don't do it. And this particular person who's in the spirit world or is watching you or whatever the case may be is looking over your efforts. No, man, you got a different energy. You yeah. got a different motivation. Yep. And it's like, um, I believe that. 2023 is going to be a year for you and I. Um, this is going to be the year where God literally takes the years of what we've been working on and take it to another level. Like, because um, it's been what people don't know and really don't need to know, but like, it's been a lot of work in, privately in the lab for the last mm-hmm. decade. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah. like, what you've done in your field or I've done in my field, um, me in the more mental, spiritual realm, you in the spiritual, physical realm, like what we're doing, I think this is the year where the Lord really just takes what we've been doing and takes, takes it to a whole nother level. A whole nother level. Right? And I, and, I, and I speak that over people listening to this podcast too. Like 2023 is going to be your year of reward. Like, no. like, like you've been putting in the work, putting the time. Like we've talked to the people who need to get started. This is for those who have been working. Yeah. Like God sees your work. God sees the effort you've been putting forth. And I believe 23 is going to be a year where a lot of people see reward from the work they've been putting in. No, man, them, them odd numbers. Yeah. They, they hit different. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes yeah. to the. Uh, the work that you do. And so, man, I, I've been decreeing prosperity and abundance mm-hmm. in my circle. Mm-hmm. And I just encourage everybody listening, like, use your words and use your tongue because it's extremely powerful. Mm-hmm. And, and you, when you speak out loud what it is that you desire to have and you believe it in your spirit, God will make it clear. And... Will we'll provide it for you in ways that you can't even appreciate. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see. What's what's been your favorite? We got about we got ten more minutes. What what's been your favorite place to visit this year? Oh, man, so you know I went to the Philippines this year. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I think what was so interesting about visiting another country like an Asian country specifically is like there is an unbelievable connection between black people and Filipinos Mm. and what I found out when I went there is that the Buffalo soldiers were very influential in helping Filipino soldiers to develop and understand how they could be better soldiers and so they have a reverence for black people. Mm. Not only the fact that we're American or that we're from another country, foreigners, et cetera, and that we have a different complexion of skin, but they really kind of bond with our energy and our presence because, you know, we're oppressed mm-hmm. in certain situations because of our complexion. So, um, they really identify with that. And there's a connection, a bond that we have. So that was really dope. Mm. I've just never been around people who are so nice. Wow. Like, that was a really eye-opening experience because um, they're almost raised to be nice mm. because that's such a big part of their culture and their economy is tourism. So yeah. they're, like, very receptive to foreigners because okay. – you're pouring into their economy by bringing money from other countries. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So that was super dope. I was, I was really, I, I was telling you, you know, you need to come on over so I can. Yeah, we're gonna show, make that happen. Show, show you a few things. That's, that's gonna be one of my uh, things I say in the podcast next year. One yeah. of my trips in, in 23 was to, yeah. to the Philippines. August, <laughs> August. Let's make it happen. Get, get, get it. Get your mind right for August. Make it happen. Uh, let me see. Uh, I guess my favorite trip. This year, I ain't really go too many places, but I would have to say, um, 
I really enjoyed uh, going to a spot about an hour and 45 minutes away called Rough Creek. Oh, that's the place you went. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very, um, it's very, it's off in the woods, very mm-hmm. secluded, very, um, very hilly, very, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the, the mood and the views there just make you retreat. Like you, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Literally. Literally. Um, <laughs> and so I, I, I would say that's one, that's one of the best uh, trips this, this year. Um, one of my best moments this year um, came, came around March. I was able to, uh, I, I've been a character coach with, with Duncanville ISD uh, for the last decade. And um, we won a state championship again this year uh, in, in 22. And um, being there in San Antonio when they won it again, um, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it was a, it was a dope feeling. Um, I've been able to speak a few places this year, um, and really, just seeing my kids grow up, man. Like my my, my kid my kids turned nine this year, man. How deep is that, man? Bro, they they turned nine this year. So just seeing them, just seeing them grow up, um, man. See, uh, seeing my parents. Uh, celebrate 40 years of marriage this year. What? Yeah, man. My, Can you imagine being married as long as we alive? Bruh, 40 years, man. And um, so so they've been married 40 years this year. And um, and just, just hearing them talk about how much they love each other. My mama said the only time she ever thought about leaving my daddy is when he wanted to be a preacher. Because she didn't want to be no preacher's wife. Wow. So she said she went and sought counsel from an older sister that really spoke life into her, helped her understand. Which is out of forty years. That's the only time she ever wanted to leave my dad. Like, I, I, like that was just dope to me. Yeah, how deep is that, brother? In the forty years, like, so she was like through all the ups and downs, through uh, the grief of losing a child, um, my dad getting sick unto death a few years back, ups and out, like moving, transition, all that, all things that happen in life. None of that ever made her wanted to leave. Only thing, only thing she, only time she thought about leaving, my dad wanted to become a preacher, and that was back in the early nineties. And and so like, it just speaks to like that love, man, like that bond that they have, and just seeing them grow older and wiser. Uh, Dad had a couple of health issues over the last couple of months, but nothing that was just major. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- this this year has just been a very like good good year. Um, shout out to uh, Concord Church, like. Uh, no longer working and serving there, but like they've made the last year and a half of my life Completely amazing, different. man. Like yeah. the, the Lord sent me to a place where um, I could heal, where I could grow. And this year there uh, was a, was a great, I learned a whole lot. Yeah. Um, grew, grew a whole lot. Yeah. And positioned me to do what I'm about to do. Amazing thing. You know what I'm saying? So like that, that was great. Um, just a great year, man. Uh, maintained my weight and my health this year, yeah. so didn't lose a whole lot, but didn't gain a whole lot neither. Yeah, just just maintaining, um, in in the best mental place of my life, like just I would agree with that. Yeah, bro, just like <laughs> just, just in in the best place in my uh, of my life. So this year, I'm anticipating great things in 23, man. Like, and there, like I said, a lot of things have happened in 22 where I've had to be there for others. I've experienced a lot of indirect pain, mm-hmm. right? There's the seeing, seeing people that I love and cl- people who are close to me uh, lose some things, right? But um, the Lord has been just been good, bro. Like my, I have no complaints. All, all glory to God for 22, man. And, and that's such a beautiful thing, bro, to be able to go into a new solar revolution with all of your faculties. Yeah. You know, you're not spread out. You know what I mean? That's what I really gather from what you just said. It's like, wow, I can go in whole, happy, healthy, and ready to tackle the new year without any other stuff going on. And so that's a huge step in the right direction, man. And uh, I can I can empathize with you, man, because that's, that's what I see for 2023 as well, man. Just really, um, you know, programming – 
all of these things and connecting with God to have all of these things be in alignment. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's uh that's really exciting, man. That we on the same accord, yeah. you know. Yeah. So so um before we get out of here, take about a, a minute or two and just like what what um like affirm speak life into listeners real quick. Wow. As they as they go into uh twenty three. You can do it from a personal standpoint, from a doctor standpoint or both. So uh, I I think what I really want to say, the first thing that came to mind was that uh, you need to plan. And that's something that I really recognize in 2022 that I wasn't effectively doing. What is your short-term, medium-term, and long-term goals? And turn those into plans so that your days become weeks and your weeks become months and your months become quarters. And next thing you know, four quarters, you're completed with 2023 and your plans are actually in in line to be completed or they're being rolled over to 2024. Yeah. You know, the things that you weren't able to necessarily accomplish because things got in the way or the scheduling or whatever the situation you you're not stressing that because you know that you've got systems in place to just roll those things over to year 2024. Yeah. Now, that's just kind of a general sort of approach for your personal life in regards to your health. I just want you to take into consideration that your energy is valuable. All right. And so I'm going to break that down for you. How much energy are you spending digesting food? You need to be getting more energy from the process of eating food than you get digesting the food that you eat. All right. So that sounds simple, but most of us are nutrient deficient because we're spending more energy digesting the food than we are getting nourishment from the food. And if you're not sleeping well, you're not recharging. So now you're expending more energy the next day trying to handle all of your affairs and you're not actually benefiting from the the night, the last night's rest that you got. So there's a lot of different ways that we can address why you're not sleeping well from stress to hormones to uh, sleep hygiene to all of those different things. But take that into consideration that you're supposed to be waking up refreshed. If you're not waking up refreshed, that's not good. Mm-hmm. You know, now you're subjecting yourself to the coffee, to the tea, to the energy drinks and the things you need in order to wake up and be functional the day after you didn't get enough quality rest. Mm-hmm. And think about what's going on if you're eating late night, 10, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock before you get in the bed, you're eating fast food or you're eating greasy or you're eating heavy meat or you're eating processed food. You're not giving your body the chance to digest that meal with low energy. You're spending all your energy overnight trying to digest the meal. Mm. So that's likely why you're waking up unrefreshed because your your body been fighting all night fighting all night trying to make sure you digested that water burger you had last night you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying i get it and i understand because it's delicious and you feel like you're hungry and you want it you want it really bad but guess what you're not doing yourself a service you're actually taken away from it so you do better going to bed hungry, drinking some water, having some tea, having something, a uh, 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 fruit, a snack of trail mix or something that's easy to digest versus indulging in your desires to eat something that's going to make you feel full and satiated. So that's one of the most important things that you can consider that after about seven, eight o'clock, you need to cut it. Yeah. All right. I'm going to do better with that. I'm going to do better. I don't think the first half of the year, I intermittent fasted, and I wasn't eating after 8 o'clock. 
And so I think the reason why I don't feel as bad now, because I had a long habitual process of doing it. Mm-hmm. But I'm going I'm to get back to it because I, I do realize how good I felt. Um, have doing intermittent fasting, not eating after eight o'clock. I just I, I like the way I felt. So get that. And my last word, man. One, Jeff, thank you for being on the show, man. And I appreciate th- th- you. Th- thank you for ending twenty two with your boy. Um, this has been a great year, and I will end with this. As you go out of twenty two into twenty three, I'm in. I'm gonna end with this quote. Take this with you. Life is like a camera. Focus on what is important, capture the good times, develop from the negatives, and if things don't work out, take another shot. Say, man. 2023. Hey, that's live right there. 2023 (laughs) may be your your time to take another shot, but capture, keep the good times of 22 and develop from the negatives. And 23, shoot again. Hey. All right. So, y'all, thank y'all so much for rocking with your boy. I will try to connect with your heart, challenge your mindset, and change your perspective. So, as you go into 23, remember to love God, love people, and show enough love yourself. It's been Dr. Jeff and your boy Robert Purvey on Purvey's Point. Happy New Year to you. See you in 2023. Love you. Peace.